What a twist. Welcome to What's Happening, the podcast in which Sam and Cameron watch The Happening and review it weekly. Uh, Cameron still isn't here. He's, he's really letting me down. Uh, but this week, it's, it's ladies' night on What's Happening. <laughs> so <laughs> let's introduce yourselves, because I got some two people much better than Cameron. <laughs> who are you? Rachel. And who are you? I'm Ellen. And these are my friends. Ellen's a friend from school. Rachel is my best friend from home. And she's out visiting me because she's a cool person. Uh, but this was both of your ti- first times watching The Happening. Uh, can you please tell me, uh, Ellen, what was your experience watching this movie for the first time? <laughs> How long was this movie? Uh, an hour and a half. It was the worst hour and a half of my life. Really? Good to <laughs> No, not really. Actually, um... That was pretty entertaining in the sense that I love it when I just watch an entire movie and make comments the whole time. Yeah, that's that's what a lot of people say is that you should just look at this movie as if it was made to be a comedy and just you look for the jokes. Like yeah. it was intentionally made this way. Yeah. It's like the room, but I think the room was a bit funnier because mm-hmm. the room was just so terrible. Yes. And this was mostly terrible. But it just didn't, it, it doesn't quite compare to The Room. I but anyway. I feel bad for whoever thought this was a good movie. Like, uh, that was good? only M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Everyone else was in on it, and nope. no one else wanted to tell him, hey, buddy, we, we really don't think this is for you. Now, Rachel, what did you think of the movie? Wait, Joey was M. Night, played by M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot to tell, yeah, we... <laughs> Wait, Joey, you mean just like the voice the, on the, the phone? The single voice that says, hello? That's, that's that's all he did. Yeah, we, we we talk about that every so often. Like every time we have new guests, I like just sharing the fact that he that there's a cameo by M Night. He's always in his movies, and he cameoed as the voice of Joey. I like to think there's a deleted. Actually, we could watch the deleted scenes at some point. There's deleted scenes. Yeah, there's deleted scenes, and I like oh. I like to think there's a deleted scene where Joey's there, and it's it's M Night just being like, "Hey, it's great to see. It's great to see you." And Joey, and Joey, and yeah. Zoe Deschanel just kind of looks at him and awkwardly widens her eyes. Yeah. Checks her phone a few times, scratches her arm, and walks away. That's basically what happened. Uh, she says but, something about not wanting to share her feelings and then shares her feelings yeah, and she, walks away. No, that's actually what happens. Like, in the train station scene, she says, I don't like to put my feelings out there, followed by the sentence, I'm upset. <laughs> you just shared your feelings. Directly. In the most awkward way possible. She shared her yeah. feelings so many times in that movie. She did share her feelings so many times in that movie. But like not you know, not in a did. way that like was anything. She just said, I'm upset. We can't be unabsolved unabsolved, uninvolved observers. That is such an awkward line. Nobody <laughs> in history has <laughs> ever said something like that. The, those were the two best lines of the whole thing. It's like we can't just be un, uninvolved observers. We're not gonna be like those twists on the news. We're not yeah. twists. Uh, God, we've talked about Zoe Deschanel so much that on this, like and she deserves all the beating on this. M. Night Shyamalan, because he wrote it, right? Yeah, he wrote, well, it said in the beginning, written, <laughs> produced, and, and directed, directed by. in that order. <laughs> uh, um, you sure feel like you directed this and then wrote it. <laughs> all right, uh, well, let's, let's hop, hop off the hate train for a second and <laughs> introduce a segment I like to call... Uh, good filmmaking and bad film. Maybe take a moment to think back to a moment in the movie that you thought was actually good. Like, not, not just something that we, you know, 
think is funny and good because of that, but like genuinely good filmmaking. Genuinely good was, there was that one shot where he's sitting by the road um, in the flowers and in the weeds kind of looking distraught and the girl walks up to him and whispers something, we don't know what. It was a very pretty shot. Yeah. And... It was, yeah, it, it was the moment where, uh, where they find out that uh, John Leguizamo, the little girl's dad, uh, has just died in Princeton, and everyone's really upset about it. And although that's a good sequence, uh, Zoe Deschanel abandons the little girl, <laughs> just like, all right, your dad died. I'm going to go wait by the car because I don't want to deal with twists you now. <laughs> <laughs> also, whenever, whenever you say a curse word, I just put in the word twist. Uh, to cover it up. Yeah, I so didn't get what that. I didn't get that reference because you said twist with this, and I don't. What a twist! Oh, is that something that's, he no, says that, in like an interview? Well, no. M Night Shyamalan, his big thing is having twists at the end of movies, and there was uh, a episode of Robot Chicken where they were like they had him on as like a guest uh, reviewer, and he only liked movies that had twists. So they just had the person saying the voice of M Night Shyamalan. He'd be like, "What a twist!" It was oh. a wonderful movie. I love the twist. <laughs> you know what the twist should have been in this movie? Which of the twist have been? Everyone dies but Jess. Yes. See, I've had a theory about this. I think Jess is the one who set off this entire thing. <laughs> to That's... get them back together. No, no, just to kill everyone. Like, I think Jess is a mastermind of manipulating. That's why she doesn't talk for most of it and why she sounds like a robot. I think she's a plant in disguise. <laughs> I think, you know that maple tree that she's like swinging on? She's actually the daughter of that maple tree. And and that's why she sounds so ro- robotic and just very wooden. Because she's made of wood. Because she's a tree. So she's that's just, what I yeah. think is Jess is actually undercover. And she's the one spreading the toxin. Uh, but in her course of going through this journey, she she grew to love Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel as if they were her own parents. And, and so she let them live. And so she let them live. And raised and, her, calling them aunt and uncle. Yes, Aunt Alma. I love you. I think she calls Zoe Deschanel actually Aunt Alma back at the train station, like, at the very beginning, too. Yeah. Which is weird, because John Leguizamo's character really hates her. Yeah. And yet, they're close enough that they can be called aunt and uncle. I don't know. I don't... Yeah. Uh, all right. I have a, another segment that I like, is uh, Best One-Line Character. Uh, there's a lot of characters in this movie that don't serve much of a purpose. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a character who had one line. I like finding the ones that only have one line. But, like, a very minor character that, like, did nothing except maybe, like, say something to advance the plot. Like, the kid who says global warming. Uh, <laughs> the lady who has the iPhone and, you know, shows the lion video. Uh, you can pick any one of those characters. Who, who would you say was your favorite from this viewing? Like, a very minor character. I don't know. You don't, I don't, there's so many good ones. The, the old women that were wearing the face masks watching the news. Yes, those were wonderful. So right, <laughs> right, after, uh, right after they shoot two children <laughs> point-blank range, uh, we get this tiny little montage to like segue us into the third act where it shows the rest of the country watching the news. And the first shot is these two old women wearing gas masks. <laughs> <laughs> just like getting ready for the apocalypse they're like oh we're ready for twists <laughs> wearing gas masks and knitting and knitting as they watch the as news of the world just devolving around them uh so oh those God. those are two good characters uh ellen do you have some favorite one line characters i'm in between um the two guys who each spoke a line when they were in um what was that town oh, they were the diner, the diner. Philbert. Yeah. 
Filbert, yeah, when they were in Filbert, and the two guys were oh, like, yeah. we can't stay here. <laughs> or the two guys, uh, if we stay here, we're going to die here. And then, like, ten seconds of silence. And then another this guy stands up right next to him. We should go somewhere. This isn't occurring about 90 miles from here. <laughs> which is amazingly specific. I just, like... Also, I just, like... Oh, God, I don't even know. All right, my, my favorite was Jake. Oh. Uh, yeah, J- Jake. Jake, he, he was, the, other, he was the guy I was, Jake like, tied with. Yeah, with. Jake was, like, the guy who's, like, uh, who doesn't want to answer the question about the bees. He's the one who's going to be a model for the rest yeah, of his life, according to Mark Wahlberg. He's going to be a heartthrob for the rest of his life. Don't worry, buddy. Then he does the point. to like, A, you got me. You got me good. When in doubt, be a Jake. <laughs> when in doubt, be a Jake. <laughs> Hashtag when in doubt, be a Jake. Uh... It's the show Mark Wahlberg's Mark, Marky Mark? Marky Mark is the cool teacher. Yeah. Uh, all right. Seriously, what? Twist. Well, like, looks at a kid and's like, you know, in ten years, your face is gonna be like... He was the cool teacher, okay? I He's the like, one. Kids have... They have so little confidence. Why would you do that to them? Because Mark, Mark, Mark Wahlberg's Wahlberg. a teacher. Hey, I'm a teacher. He's... Which, yeah, because there's never been a teacher alive that yeah. couldn't be trusted. I've said this before, but uh, the only reason Mark Wahlberg did this movie was because he didn't want to play an action hero. He wanted to play, like, a smart guy. So, he, <laughs> so he, M. Night Shyamalan brought him the script, and he's like, Oh, I'll be a teacher? That's going to be awesome. I don't have to be this, like, tough, dumb guy. I'm surprised he hasn't, like... I'm surprised his career hadn't tanked after this. Uh, I think it's just because... Uh, it was one of those things where enough people saw the movie, but really not enough people saw the movie, that, like, no one really cared about it. Like, until people... Like, pe- most people just thought this movie was bad until a little bit more recently, where people started, wa- like, almost, like kind of hate-watching this movie, being like, this is funny. This is a this funny is just, movie. <laughs> because just an experience. Uh, I'm trying to think of other, other good... Oh, uh, if, if you can... There are other characters in this movie also uh, that probably didn't make it. If, if you have an idea of how they should have died, how do you think they died? Oh, my God. You mean we should discuss what the writer probably spent most of his time doing is... Yeah, like coming up with creative creative ways. So, like, before we said uh, Joey, the uh, the guy that Zoe Deschanel was cheating on Mark Wahlberg with, uh, he died by eating too much tiramisu. That's what I was He just <laughs> stuffed his face with so much tiramisu. He just... Oh, my God. Uh, um... Creative ways to die. Yeah, well, how do you think, like... like how, how do you think Jake died? See, what I think is that <laughs> Jake was trying to be a supermodel at the time, and he was, you know, taking pictures with his camera, think... but then he kept taking so many flash photography photos that he burned his eyes out. Just too many flashes in front of his eyes. It's one way of looking at it. I was thinking he probably was staring at his nose in the mirror, and he kept... He found an imperfection, so he just kept bashing his face against the mirror, yes. trying to figure out how to fix it. I am a nope. heartthrob. No, nope. heart nope. it's, still, it's still weird. Still weird. Still weird. And then he just... Yes, that's, I like that. Actually, one. that's... See, when you think about it, too, most of those kids that he taught in his class are probably dead. Oh, yeah. Like, and the thing is, he has to go back to teaching, so he has, like, half Ferris a Ferris Bueller's best friend is probably dead. Alan Ruck. Oh, poor Alan Ruck, only getting, like... 
one scene, and it's mainly the back of his head. One awkward scene where he ignores Marky Mark. <laughs> actually, yeah, fun fact, my, he said this before, but just so you guys know, my, my usual co-host Cameron was actually named after the character he played in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, so seriously? Cameron was named after uh, Alan Ruck's character in Ferris Bueller. He's named <laughs> after Cameron. That's why he finds such a connection, and he really likes Alan Ruck in this movie. <laughs> in his one well, scene. Cameron's in his fair. one scene. It was really, really well done. Uh, I don't know. There's just so much about this movie. Let's take a break. Ellen, what's going on in your personal life? What, what, are, you, what are you doing? No, this is the kind of thing we talk about on Defenestra, you see? Well, oh, pl- plug, plug for another podcast uh, that we'll er- maybe do someday again. Uh, Kyle, get on this. Uh, We're still waiting on episode two to come out. It's been recorded. It just hasn't been edited. Yeah, Ellen and I and two of our other friends, Morgan and Kyle, we all try and do another podcast where just the four of us get together and have a couple conversations just, you know, uh, sitting around the glass table at Ellen's house, which actually, yeah, we're not doing this from my house this time. Uh, we're doing it from Ellen's house because uh, I didn't want to bother my roommates, Daniel and Rob, which you guys have already met Daniel and Rob's his boyfriend, so maybe we'll get Rob on the podcast sometime. Who knows? <laughs> Stick around, kids. Got to keep listening to find out. <laughs> it's kind of just been like a bunch of guest hosts because... Cameron keeps leaving, and we ca- we keep he and I keep getting really bored with just watching the movie with each other. So like it's just been guest hosts. Also, uh, you guys probably won't get this, but I recorded a version of this podcast where uh, I was by myself uh, in the car on the way to pick up Rachel from the airport, uh, and I can't get it off my phone for some reason. So if I ever do, uh, it'll be a bonus episode. But for now, I guess that means I I missed a week, so I'm gonna have to like. We have to double up on this. Cameron and I are going to have to, like, really work hard. Uh, you yeah, have so to watch it twice in a row. I think that's what I'm going to... I think that's actually what we're going to do. Make a podcast I think about. we're going to watch it once, do a podcast, then immediately start the movie yeah, over sorry, again. No. Uh, no, not with you guys. I'm not going to put you through that torture. It's going to be a me and Cameron, like, solo adventure, uh, doing a double podcast. Just set aside that kind of time, yeah. I think so. I mean, the nature of this podcast is just a dumb idea in general. Uh, it's based off of this other podcast called The Worst Idea of All Time, where they watch, first they watched Grown Ups 2 for an entire year, once a week, and now they're in the middle of watching Sex and the City 2. They're at, like, week 23. Week 23 just came out this week. And that's just a lot of time to dedicate to movies, and Is I'm realizing how, how much of a bad idea I have embarked on. <laughs> uh, what were you saying? I was going to say, is that Sex and the City 2? Is that the one where Willie Garson... Did he get married in that one? I don't know. I'm not watching it. I'm the not, only I'm, reason I would watch that movie is because I believe Willie Garson is in it. I've and, I've never seen Sex in the City 2, and that's kind of the fun of listening. Because I like, I'd seen Grown Ups 2, and then listening to the podcast, and that was fun. But now it's really interesting listening to the podcast not ha- knowing anything about Sex in the City at all. Like, I've never seen the show. I've never seen either of the movies. And so they're just having such a miserable time. It's kind of It's kind of entertaining. So I feel bad that we're having a great time watching this terrible movie, because <laughs> this is a laugh riot. If you keep watching it with new people, no, that's, sure, I, that'll, that's, yeah. that's the fun. I think that's what we realized. Different like, reactions. Three, three weeks in, uh, I was already tired of it. Me and Cameron were like going to kill each other. And then uh, I had to bring Daniel on, and it was a good time. And then I brought Cameron back, and we're like, okay, this is fine. But then we kept bringing guests on, and it's, it's been good. There you go. You just got to find, you know, another... Or I'll just do it by myself 46 again. people to watch this movie. 46. No, it'll be uh, 40. Oh, no. No, it's 45. Because we're on 7 right go. now. 
So uh, it'll be wow. 45 more. That's quite a bit of commitment. Congratulations. <laughs> well, actually, it's it's technically eight because of the one I did by myself. <laughs> but uh, that'll, be a, that'll be a bonus episode. So technically, I've watched this movie one more time than I really had to. Uh, so Just to put yourself keep, through the torture. Keep your guys' ears out for, for that whole thing. Go see a movie? Yes, I did. What did um, you see? I went and saw Ricky and the Flash. Oh, how was Ricky and the Flash? It was actually pretty good. Really? Yeah, it wasn't... Well, first of all, I didn't realize at first that it was both Meryl Streep and her daughter in it, and their Mm -hmm. connection was pretty interesting. Nice. Um, It was pretty funny. Sebastian Stan is in it, and that's just like a treat. Is he the Winter Soldier in it? (laughs) Please tell me the Winter Soldier is in Ricky and the Flash. Spoiler alert, um, in case anybody (laughs) hasn't seen. Spoiler for Captain America Winter Soldier. Uh, (laughs) The Winter Soldier is his friend who fell down in the snow in the first movie. I can't believe people didn't put that together from before. Well, that's right. Uh, but yeah, uh, so Ricky and the Flash, thumbs up? Yes. Okay. Uh, good Good to hear. Uh, but we're not here to talk about Ricky and the Flash. <laughs> we're here to talk about the happening. Apparently we're running. I'm looking uh, at, we're looking at the credits right now. Yeah, and just credits. the ridiculous amount of characters that are just like medical correspondent. <laughs> French bicyclist. Oh, yeah. Teenage girl in Jeep, woman on cell phone. Oh, wait, the teenage girl in the Jeep. Okay, <laughs> when uh, John Leguizamo is, like, trying to calm her down because she just saw a bunch of bodies hanging from, like, garden hoses or something. And, oh, yeah, uh, there's and like he's, a... like, he's just like, let me tell you a math riddle. And she, and she, just, distract her. And she just screams, what? <laughs> and I think that was ad-libbed because she had no idea what was going on. She's like, this is dumb. Why would you distract me with a math riddle? You are the only person who likes this. Which it's not even... She didn't even try. She was just started guessing numbers. Yeah. It's like, what happens if you take a penny, and then the second day you get two pennies, and then the third day you get four pennies, and you each day you keep it. doubling it. How much money do you think you would have at the end of the month? She's just like, uh, $10? Uh, 20 That was just... 30 She just starts going up in increments of 10 That was just M. Night being like, I don't care, this is... <laughs> This is character development, right? But and no, then John Leguizamo looks up, sees a hole in the Jeep <laughs> roof, and decides to do nothing about it. He's just like, nah, dude. Well, I got that. Like, it, it was $10 million. Which is actually accurate. It's over $10 million. You did the math? Yeah. If, if, if that person gives you one penny on the first day, yeah, you just keep doubling it, you end up with $10 million. But to be fair, that means that before, you, only, you get $5 million on the last day. So you get half of it on the last day. Oh, that's true. So it it makes sense, but like you know, would you would you be part of this movie for ten million dollars? If they didn't put my name in the credits, yeah. <laughs> also, for the Jeep thing, if they were in any other car besides a Jeep, they would have lived. Yeah, literally. They had poor they, car decisions. They picked the worst car. I saw I saw that as they he was running up to the car and or he was running up to them and saying I'm gonna go with them. To try and find my wife, right? Mm-hmm. And I was looking at that Jeep thinking, that is a that is not a solid roof. No. That will not protect you if you're trying to avoid the air outside. No. Also, wait, there's also the part where the where he's like, uh, roll up the windows or like close the vents, and then the guy puts like his t-shirt against the window. The window wasn't cracked at all. So like, <laughs> was he doing it on the off chance that that one part of the window was cracked? 
It's like, oh, I bet there, I bet there's a chink in the armor here. He's just, just that one guy that's sitting in the jeep, like, I don't know what's going on because <laughs> I've something. been high for 36 hours. Yeah, if he had used his shirt to... So I'm just gonna... If he had plugged up the roof, that would have been a lot better. What a yeah, They would have survived. Come, come on, guys. Yeah, man. You just don't know what you're doing. Uh, why are there lotions down here? Because <laughs> my friend Louise brought us lotions. That's so nice. Yeah. I didn't even bring you guys a house. Well, I brought you a housewarming present. It's Kyle's poster. <laughs> That's true. There's the your your other your guys' housewarming present is the the soundboard, which is the soundboard. The soundboard. The, the sa- yeah, the soundboard that we use for the other podcast, which we should really just D-Fenestra. use. Defenestra. D e f e n s t r a. In case you were wondering, second plug because you plug yours. You plug what's happening in our first podcast like four times. It was like ten times, but like. <laughs> What I'm wondering is why didn't we just use that equipment now? Because we have the soundboard and the need, mics. Don't you still need um? I mean, a computer. I, I could just I could have just brought my computer. We'd start but, over. But in, but instead, uh, I'm recording this on my phone. Uh, I've I've already dis- I've already destroyed the magic for the audience. I've already told them, hey, we're recording this on my phone. There's no fancy studio. There's no recording equipment. It's just us talking into my phone. So, if anyone walked in right now, we look so dumb <laughs> recording. Like, We're a doing podcast. a professional podcast. It's not really professional. I, I it's promise. Like, I mean, I think we have like the least amount of viewers on a video on a, a podcast. It's fifteen, which is pretty solid. It's a pretty solid podcast. Like, also, I uh, for one of my jobs, uh, I made a commercial, which Ellen also graciously let, let me use her house for part of it. Apparently, and my house. Oh, actually, our house has always been the. Spot. Go on. Your house. Uh, and I got to do. I made a commercial, and I checked. The last time I checked was uh, yesterday morning, and it had like over thirty one hundred views. Wow! So it's cool, and I haven't checked today, so who knows how many more? So I'm just saying, I made a commercial, and it's being watched by a lot of people. <laughs> so uh, the question shout out to is, has anybody bought the piano lamps that you were trying to sell? <laughs> uh, at least one out of those three thousand people <laughs> I bet bought piano lamps, uh, which is a good track record because if. If at some point, like, a million people watch it, then one out of 3,000 actually gets them, like, a solid couple hundred, couple thousand dollars out of it. Actually, no, a couple yes. thousand dollars, because each piano lamp's a couple hundred dollars. Seriously? Yeah. That thing you brought in here was a couple hundred dollars? It is a high-end piano lamp. That okay. you were taping together with lamp. duct tape. <laughs> what if my people from work listen to this? They're like, did you break it? Also, I didn't break it. It came broken. Just saying. It broke as I was leaving the office to try and take it. I put it in my, I put it in the trunk of my car. So maybe that's not like the best <laughs> insurance policy. You should stop talking before you dig yourself into a I'm hole. I'm not digging. It came broken. It was already broken, and it's already discontinued. They're not using that lamp anymore. Uh, no harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. Uh, all right. What's what are your closing thoughts on the happening? We're gonna get back to it. <laughs> what what over what overall like is the core theme you want to take away from the happening? Apparently, it is okay to still try and raise two children when you have never hugged or kissed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in the whole movie, Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel, the closest they get is holding each other's hands. Uh, They do not hug or they do not kiss at all in the entire film. How wholesome of them. (laughs) This movie was rated R, but not for sexual. No, wait, they're already married. They're waiting waiting for a third kid. Yep. Before they have, oh, so yeah, she's, have... she's pregnant, but how does she have? Oh, it's Joey's kid. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Joey. Uh, 
tiramisu just does things to a person. (laughs) Okay, wait, I have an idea. Uh, Rachel, uh, say I am an executive (laughs) with 20th Century Fox, and uh, you need to pitch this movie to me. Uh, You have, like, two or three minutes, like, you just ran into me in an elevator, and you have to pitch... Pitch this movie like it's you need to sell it to make your make your money. You guys could work together on this. Uh, so, <clears throat> oh hey guys, uh, do you need me to hold the elevator for you? Uh, yeah, you know what? Just we we have something we wanted to talk to you about. Really? Uh, what what is it? There are plants. All right, plants. Uh, wait, are are you talking about real life? There are plants. Uh, you're gonna no, be, you're so, gonna okay, set this up this, for me. It's this great movie idea. All it's, right, cool. It's called The Happening. All right. And there's this huge twist. All right, what's the twist? Nothing happens. Really? Um, well, how do you fill up the movie if nothing happens? People are running. Okay, what happens uh, What happens to make them run? The plants! The plants, okay, what are the plants, are the plants coming alive, or? No, they're just, they're just, there's just wind blowing through them. So they're running away from the wind. In a way, just sort of. How, how does that happen, like, that's not how wind works. There's all this narrated science. Twist. That... Okay. Nobody's actually going to listen to you. You could also throw in a bunch of random characters that make no sense. Okay, so, uh, oh, what if one of them really liked hot dogs? Do you think that would <laughs> be a good really character? That's brilliant. Let's do it. Let's okay, do it. Okay, cool. Uh, so, um, uh, you know, uh, okay, thank so you. Thank, uh, which one of you is M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> Dude, I'm not taking credit for this. You're, you're M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Oh wait, you're not gonna take credit for this? I thought you had well, a I, I mean, I mean, I, I, we I both think it's, are. We just, oh. yeah. Oh, that's the she's twist. M, that's the she's twist. She's M Night. I'm Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan is two people. <laughs> that's amazing. All right, uh, I think we got a, a hit on our hands. Uh, if I give you forty-eight oh, million dollars, oh, the best part <laughs> is it's Marky Mark and Zoe Deschanel as the leading couple in a random child. In a random child. Okay. And they never do more than hold hands. So, but I'm having a question. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's more of an action star. You know, you think of him with music. Uh, in this movie where nothing happens, what does he do? He's, he's a teacher. He's teacher a cool, science. He's a cool kind of teacher. With like a mood ring. Who makes students interested in the bees disappearing. I feel like in his normal voice, he doesn't sound like a teacher. Do you think he could, like, raise his voice a couple octaves? Yes, everybody's going to speak three octaves Definitely. above their normal range. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, I think... I think you guys have sold me. I really think Zoe Deschanel is our leading lady. I think this movie will work out. You will get $48 million. If you can promise me a return of at least 160 worldwide, uh, we've got a deal. No, oh, definitely. Yeah. All right. People, people come There'll from the hot dog guy alone. There'll be a podcast about it. I'm excited for that. Well, scene. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> uh, this has been What's Happening... Uh, do you guys have a title for the episode? Uh, usually Cameron comes up with them, but since he's not here, uh, if you have a good title from anything that we've said so far. What the hell happened? Nothing. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll go with that one. Maybe we'll pick a different but, one. Oh, I, God. Uh, um, see, come on, you gotta be creative on the fly. I'm gonna shut this down in 20 seconds. <laughs> we can't afford that music. We can't do that. Um, if you can't do it, I'm gonna Jake. come up with- <laughs> You should be more interested. There we go. <laughs> always be Jake. Hashtag be Jake. Hashtag always be Jake. There we go. We got the title of the episode. Uh, thank you. This has been What's Happening. I'm Sam. I'm Ellen. Rachel. Uh, always remember that twist. And uh, hashtag always be Jake.